catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. As Hurricane Ian is expected to make landfall Wednesday, it's important to remember that coastal counties like Levy County are usually more vulnerable than inland areas. So, how are residents preparing for the storm's arrival? Well, from fishing to hammering, WUFT's Fariha Abrar shares her experience and knowledge after speaking with Levy County residents and what they could be up against in the next coming days. My partner, Allison Williams, and I drove up to Cedar Key where people were preparing for Ian um, because it has the potential to make landfall in that area in Levy County. So we get to the beach side where the, you know, Cedar Key is, it's an island, right? So, you know, because the stores are really close to the pier on the water, we see a lot of people on the pier and they weren't just, you know, hanging out or anything, they were fishing. So we were kind of confused. Why, why were these people out here fishing when there's literally a hurricane on the way? So we asked them and we went up to them and we said, Hey, um, why are y'all fishing? There's, you know, a hurricane coming. And uh, we actually learned that this is actually prime fishing time because apparently fish like to, you know, when the barometric pressure decreased, it attracts the fish to the shore. So the fish like to come to the shore when I guess the pressure drops in the system. So they come to the pier where, you know, it's held up by these wooden posts and they're feeding off of the barnacles and, you know, all the stuff that's stuck to the, the wooden posts. And while they're doing that, you know, the fishermen, they have easy access to them because they're at the pier and, you know, standing right there. So they take their chance. Um, and lo and behold, the, some of the fishermen that we talked to today actually caught more than five or six fish in just, you know, two or three hours while we were out there. So Afterward, we went to the uh, the other storefronts and we saw some people actively putting up plywood and measuring out what sizes fit the best windows and stuff like that. So when we saw people doing that, we were curious as to why they were preparing so seriously. We asked one of the business owners, she shared with me that her original storefront um, that was just a block away from where we were um, and they were preparing their building for, it was actually ruined by Hurricane Ermine. And it basically wiped out their entire uh, store. And inside, you know, the furniture was ruined. The floors were ruined. Apparently three feet of water came in. So you can imagine what the place was like. So she wants to prepare for the worst to come because she doesn't want to have to deal with what happened, you know, a few years ago. So, and she had just gotten this place in May. So it's only, it's, it's been years since that hurricane had happened. And since the destruction left her business the way it, it is now, but because that happened, she's taking it as a learning lesson to prepare for this time around. Mm. So you tweeted about Cedar Key closing four bridges that connect the island to the county's mainland in preparation for the storm. How is that going to affect residents like the fishermen and the business owners that you spoke with? What I do know about the bridge is that they closed that Channel 4 bridge. It's like the main bridge that connects 
mainland Levy County to Cedar Key. So it's especially important for the residents of Cedar Key because if they don't have hurricane passes, which are usually issued days in advance of tropical storms potential to become a hurricane, it's it's those passes are usually given out before then. So if people don't have those passes and they need to get to the mainland, they're probably not going to be able to unless it's, you know, a serious emergency. But from what I do know, it's it's extremely important for those residents in uh, Cedar Key to be able to access Levy County. So what information can you give in preparation for Hurricane Ian? So I know that Levy County has four primary shelters and three secondary shelters. And according to the school board of Levy County's Facebook page, uh, which is where all these shelters are, they're at the elementary and middle and high schools, um, the shelters open Wednesday morning. The ones opening are Bronson Elementary School and Bronson Middle High School. I believe they will be opening up the others if necessary, but that's all information that residents can find on Levy County's emergency management pages and their social media platforms as well. That was Fariha Abrar on how Levy County is preparing for Hurricane Ian's arrival. For more tips on hurricane preparation, visit our website at wuft.org. Here's more on Hurricane Ian. An early morning update from the National Hurricane Center forecast a very strong Hurricane Ian off the Gulf Coast of Florida. According to the Florida Public Radio Emergency Network, the now Category 4 hurricane could bring life-threatening storm surge flooding rains, strong winds, and even the risk of tornadoes as it makes landfall Wednesday. The risk for flooding is forecast to expand by Thursday, likely including Gainesville and Jacksonville. Residents are encouraged to exercise extreme caution when traveling in the days to come. In Ocala, the World Equestrian Center is providing shelter to 3,000 horses ahead of the major storm. The largest equestrian complex in the country had horse owners arriving this week to set up their animals in 25 barns across the center's 600 acres for free. Without the barns, more than 50 miniature dwarf horses and other animals would have been moved to Georgia to avoid the storm. Election Day is six weeks away and Hurricane Ian is bearing down on Florida's election deadline. Florida Politics reports that county election officials are required to send vote-by-mail ballots to voters between 40 days and 33 days before an election. This year, that window falls between this Thursday and the following Thursday and coincides with an estimated landfall of Hurricane Ian in southwest Florida late Wednesday. However, voters can request reissues of lost or missing vote-by-mail ballots from their local election office, possibly alleviating disruptions over the coming weeks. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. For live updates and safety information on Hurricane Ian, visit wuft.org or follow us on social media. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Stay safe, everyone.